0: you are listening to the postcast presented by the locked on senators podcast following our first win of 2022 welcome inside i'm ross levitan along with me as always brandon pillar wrapping up a 4-1 victory in calgary took us a long time to get here from their last win going all the way back to mid-december pilsey how good did that one feel
1: Oh, feels so good to get that win. First win of 2022 and Matt Murray's first win of the season and a good game all around by the Senators. Like they did a lot of things right. They checked off a lot of boxes and they end up getting a 4-1 win as a result. The crispy
0: Sens as Troy Bautista pops up here because we had the pesky Sens forever, but this team is a little bit something special how many highlight reel goals of the four i counted three what do you set that number at
1: yeah i would definitely say three like pretty much nick paul's first one was just kind of whipping it on net in a bang bang play but then the one uh the golden goal sequel as you called it ross that was a highlight and then connor brown scores on a breakaway like we don't get to see that very often so that definitely was exciting
0: That was an amazing effort, and it really put an exclamation mark on the game after Matthew Kachuk scored the lone Flames goal in the first minute of the third period. Did you get the nerves there? Were you wondering if if the Sens were going to pull a Leafs?
1: No. Oh, God, no. I didn't think they were going to (laughs) pull a Leafs, but I was a little nervous because – we've seen this story before but this this Sens team just looked different this time like they weren't giving up those uh, those bad turnovers in the neutral zone if anything they were the ones getting loose pucks and turning the puck over so that kind of luck really changed things for the Sens and they played a good defensive game too they talked about it on the broadcast all the um, all the guys with the puck uh, for the Flames, quick forecheckers on them, quick back checkers. Like, there's not a lot of time for the Flames to get much going. And when they did, Matt Murray stood tall. We saw him make a couple of really big saves.
0: The Sens led for all but a minute and 43 seconds in this game. That's when Nick Paul opened the scoring assist from Alex Formanton and get used to that second line producing on this evening. Nick Paul doubled his goal total on the night with four minutes left in that first period. Assist to Connor Brown and Alex Formanton in the second. Drake Batherson gets his 10th goal of the year. Assists to Brady Kachuk. We're going to get into all these goals, but if you're on your way to work, listen to this, because you can listen to the postcast wherever you download your podcast afterwards, but we love everyone joining us in the stream. Need some go sends goes in the stream though. After the first win in far too long, the first win for Matt Murray in far too long. But before that, I mentioned Matthew Kachuk to finish off the scoring summary here. He gets his 16th of the year. In the first minute of the third, and Connor Brown ends it on a breakaway for all you need to know. Five minutes into the period, they bring that 4 1 lead all the way home, Pilsey. It was a 27 save effort for Matt Murray, yep. and I think that's a great place to let you pick up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is what happens when the team doesn't give a flat performance in Matt Murray, and the key there is, and he makes big saves at opportune moments and he finally was doing that not just once not just twice I would even say there was three really big saves that if he doesn't make that the whole momentum of this game shifts and Ottawa isn't able to build on those good things that they were doing they weren't able to build on that uh, they wouldn't be able to build on that quick Nick Paul goal so Matt Murray really did look a lot better this game. I guess a bunch of practice uh, helps out. I think spirits were good around uh, on the ice for the team. If you watch that, Batherson mic'd up. It seemed like the boys were loose and having a good time. So I think definitely Matt Murray got a positive bounce back from that. And it was great to see him get the win.
0: It was great to see what I called an extra third line produce i said that hand up this morning on locked on senators i said without stutzla oh does that ever look like a checking line as your second line i'm looking at three guys after the game who all had multi-point nights nick paul played over 20 minutes counted on in all situations 57 percent in the face-off circle which i really like to see as well if only somebody had the foresight to see that this morning
1: yeah, I mean finally one of my uh one of my guesses, one of my predictions comes true. If only I had put some money on that, if I gambled on that, but then that would have mushed it, I guess. But Nick Paul, he did do it all this game, and you mentioned it. 20 minutes of ice time, a highlight reel goal, and a quick play as well. Great game by that whole line, which both of us doubted or were a little concerned about how they would produce offensively. Yeah, they made us eat that one real quick. That was the longest
0: three-game losing streak, maybe in NHL history, in terms yeah, of dates.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it has to be, for sure.
0: It felt like it. Ottawa's last win came in Florida on December 14th. <laughs> if you're waking wow. up and listening to this, that's exactly one month ago. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But this center's team, they looked crispy, for lack of a better term. Everything was on the tape. I thought JBD had a great night. I thought Eric Branstrom had a good night. Yep. On the back end, I didn't notice Josh Brown, which is a good thing as well. And, man, the the forwards, all four lines did what they needed to do. And I know he didn't try to put it upstairs. It went off a stick. But how about on the day he gets nominated for his first of many career All-Star game, Drake Batherson gets his 10th of the year.
1: Oh man, what what a what a nice play for Batheson, and he's the guy I wanted to go to the All Star game for the Sens. I mean, Br- Brady also a great choice, but Batheson is just he's crispy right now. What else can you say? Like he's he's got uh, got it all going on. He's leading the team in points. It seems like every night he's doing something that uh, makes you really note him, and he's noteworthy. So another great game for Batheson and that top line was actually sneaky like very productive like Norris had a couple of good chances Brady was getting in there so the the top six for the Sens just outperformed Calgary's top six tonight.
0: We're gonna get to our locked on players write yours in the chat as we get there though. We had our first Kachuk on Kachuk violence. Did you see Brady throw Matthew down in front of the net? That's a play where nobody's taking any numbers. It's full scramble mode right out front. And you just saw the stronger Kachuk come out on top.
1: Yeah, I mean, everyone knows who the stronger Kachuk is.
0: Even Matthew does too. Even He's Matthew, been on records. That's, that's saying what I mean. Yeah. But he didn't like getting thrown down. He immediately did one of those stick swings and you don't want to get in the way of one of those but <laughs> you know Chantal is pretty upset somewhere um all right you're locked on player Pilsy I'll give you a few because man there's a lot to pick from tonight
1: all right I'll take two you take two how about that fair all right I'm gonna start off should we
0: draft them because yeah, I feel we'll like draft four them. people That's all fair. right yeah
1: first overall pick I'm going Connor Brown. Like, he had such a good game. That play to get it back to Nick Paul for the golden goal sequel was just dead on. Oh, yeah. uh, finally, he gets a breakaway goal. That speed, like, sure, wasn't against the fleetest of uh, feet in defensemen. But still, to be able to get past him, create that, well, it wasn't turnover. Kind of, well, sort of. Because, uh, Matthew Kachuk kind of just swung it from behind the net to out front and Connor Brown's there with a good stick, and he had a couple good shots too, and I really liked, uh, he had a play, Johnny Goudreau was coming in, and he did a fake slap shot, Connor Brown didn't uh, bite on that at all, and he stops the pass that was going to go across ice for a backdoor tap-in, that's just a nice, smart play from a veteran player, so I know there's lots of guys uh, available for tonight's stars, but Connor Brown was mine.
0: Another topic I want to get into is where do you pit Stutzla? on Saturday when he should be back in the lineup. <laughs> do you keep Nick Paul with Connor Brown and Alex Formington? Save your oh, answer. because We're going to draft yeah. our locked on players of the game. And there's nowhere else to go, but Matt Murray, but I do want to get into his game a little bit deeper in saying that, because in the first period, there were highlight real saves. There was that two on one play where everyone thought the play was going to one side slid backdoor play. And Murray was right with him the whole way. The little drop pass on the two on one. Then, Later on in the period, he makes a save off of the corner of his post. But even afterwards, I was like, man, he, it's good. He's making saves. He's feeling good. But I would like to see a little bit more rebound control because they were popping out in the middle of nowhere, and it just happened that Senator Sticks found it first. And that was yeah. the really the story of how the second chances got away. But there was a, a low to high one-timer play in the second period. Our boy, the Martian, clipped it. And there was no rebound to be seen. And from that moment forward, I knew the Senators were going to win that game. Matt Murray's rebound control might be the most correlated single attribute on this entire roster to whether the Sens are going to have success or not.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a big part of it, especially with the Sens decor, let's be honest, not being totally up to snuff. If rebounds are popping out, they're not always going to be there and they're not always going to be strong enough on the puck that they can get that away and have Matt Murray not worry about it. So I definitely think that's a that's a big thing. And but another thing, too, is if Matt Murray can get a team that plays good in front of him then those mistakes aren't going to be so magnified and he's not going to get so down on himself and grip the stick so tight and be reacting crazy all over the place. He can kind of calm down and settle in a little bit bit more. So I think great game by Murray and the team rewarded him with a good game in front of him.
0: Yes, they absolutely were. All right, you're up for your second. sir. I'll tell you what I'm laughing about afterwards, but you're (laughs) up with your second locked-on
1: player of the game. All good, all good. Uh, Well, I got to go Nick Paul then. Hey, my my OG locked-on player. Like... Just, I liked how he simplified his game, I think helped a a bit too. Like just get pucks towards the net. And the thing too is Nick Paul and Ross, we know this from watching him in Belleville. He is an underrated shot. So that first goal that he got, sure, it looks like a nothing play and it's kind of far far out. But his shot can surprise goalies. And then I think that's what happened there with Markstrom. And then, hey, give him a little bit of space uh, in front of the net. And he can pull off those highlight reel moves like he did for his second goal. Mind you, not as often as you would like. But once in a while, he can pull that bag of tricks out. So a great game for Nick Paul and uh, two goals. I was really hoping, Ross, I love seeing him out on the power play at the end of the game. I was hoping the boys would feed him one and he could get that hat trick. eh?
0: I know. They tried. They They tried. tried. There's only so much that you can do. But you appreciate the effort when the teammates really want to get you your first career hat trick. Now he's got three multi-goal games now. But Nick Paul certainly did it all, and we talked about it off the top because he was the offensive star of tonight's game. So you've got Connor Brown, and you've got Matt Murray. Or sorry, you've got Connor Brown, you've got Nick Paul. Yeah. I have Matt Murray, and I'm I'm torn on this one because Alex Formanton deserves a shout-out. He's the third member of that line. So I'm tempted to go with him.
1: No, go with your other one. Go with your other one.
0: You want me to go with the other one? All
1: yeah, because right. I think Formy was the one all of us were guessing. Another two point performance. So let's see what else he got.
0: Exactly. So, who else but the All Star, Drake Batherson? Yeah. I thought he was noticeable even when he didn't score the goal. Like, the, the power forward aspect of his game is just coming along so nicely, and that's such a dangerous combination when you have the size and tenacity of a power forward, but soft hands at the yep. same time. And that's what Bastion showed time after time again tonight. So I had to give him a little bit of a shout-out, and it's probably because I wanted to talk about the mic'd up thing again as well. That Honestly. thing is going to live on forever. The amount of, of memes from it, like we already posted this morning, feeling crispy when you're coming out doing the pod early in the morning and then that was labeled afterwards when uh, he scored his 10th of the season so unreal accomplishment and this kid's only going to get better and better hey did you know he's on a contract under five million dollars for the next (laughs) six season how are you um i got some no free ads here uh map i got a little banded peak ipa we're going with. Oh, we got sensfan nice. 99s ordering the Foreman 10 jersey. Ooh, I like love that. It. Foreman 10. That in itself yeah. plays always. Um, Pilsey, I gave you some time to think about it. Where does Tim Stutzla fit into this equation on Saturday? Obviously, yeah. you need him in the lineup. That's easy enough to say. Definitely. Secondly, the power play didn't quite look the same without him. I don't know why they're forcing Sanford to play on yeah, the top that's power play. I would be there, yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me, no. but what else are you going to do? You could listen to Locked On Senators. I said move Branny up, go to defenseman on the first unit, but then you're a little short. Although I like that,
1: Drake back there too, though. I know, Drake
0: is good. Sneaky yeah. good up top, but he also plays the bumper so well. He he can Definitely. move around anywhere you need him to play, but where do you start Tim Stutzla? And everyone in the chat, let's hear you. Like, Do you break up the Foremanton paul brown line? I don't think you can right now.
1: Which is so funny, Ross, if we went back 10 hours and told ourselves oh this is how God. we'd be reacting to this. But I I don't know, and I feel like DJ Smith has said it. He's kind of a hot hand guy, and we know DJ Smith loves Nick Paul. So after a game like this, I wouldn't be completely shocked if he just goes with the same top six. But then, yeah, that's an awkward position to be putting Timmy on a new line With, like, Austin Watson? Like, where, who, where is he going to play, right? So I, I think... Tim Stutzer probably goes back to second line center, but I would not be shocked if DJ Smith is like, this line got six friggin' points last, yeah. uh, last they game. They won us the game. Yeah, it, straight up. They won the game. We're not breaking them up. So either way is fine. And hey, good problems, right?
0: Okay, let's, let's sink our teeth into the fact that I'm with you. I think DJ Smith's going to keep the top six the way it was tonight. So who does Timmy play with? Immediately, my mind goes to Tyler Ennis on one side. Yes. The yep. best to ever lace him up. But mm-hmm. he does complement him with the playmaking ability. can keep up mentally with his hockey IQ. But who else do you throw out as a third member of that line?
1: I mean, I guess Sanford, right? Because you don't want to break up that. <laughs> thats the, I mean, you don't want to break up that uh, Gambrell-Watson Watson pair. So Right, because Sabrin's done. You see his finger? uh yeah that guy (laughs) that guy is gonna be sitting for a while he's done yeah oh my god i those are always the weird ones the dislocated fingers especially because like you can't help but you have to show everyone you have (laughs) it's it's like those and i I hate this ross but it's like those fail videos of skateboarders breaking their wrist every single time same reaction like limp risk and like i gotta show everyone what's going on
0: walking off the ice that was tough to watch and he got his face carved apart.
1: I mean, Luach's got five punches in for every one Sabrin, and he was just surviving. Like, he wasn't fighting there. He was surviving.
0: What was up with picking that moment in the game? Offensive I don't think Sabrin, Sabrin didn't too. pick
1: that moment. Luch did, and that Sabrin giving the nod to the veteran being he like, shouldn't. all right, I'll throw you on here.
0: He shouldn't. He shouldn't even be out there for an offensive zone face-off in that situation.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, good point. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: This guy was playing on the second power play unit in Belleville last weekend. Like, what's he doing on the, on an offensive zone draw? That's that's absolutely wild. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, what's Matt saying? Can't keep the lines like that against the Oilers. They play a different game. Well, the Oilers' games only got them two wins in the last 13 games, if, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So uh, we'll see. They're going to be hungry, no doubt. Um, but I don't know which way. I don't know what Sanders' team we're going to see because we saw two completely <laughs> different teams the last two times i mean to be
1: fair those two games were weeks apart
0: (laughs) yeah yeah lots of time to dissect this would be a light schedule on an nfl
1: standpoint Yep.
0: and the senators are getting that the hockey gods owed us this win though pilsey
1: they really did yeah they could after a six nothing loss to the leafs to kick in the new year like that wasn't happening again and i think the boys that's a lot of pent-up time to have to sit on that one especially if you're matt murray so that that's well deserved
0: Anyone in the comments, you have any questions for us before we go? Feel free to shoot it at us. It's 4-1. The Ottawa Senators come out victorious in Calgary. The next meeting for the Senators will be in Edmonton against the Oilers Saturday night. The Giggles mentioning Cheryl Pounder and her analysis of the game. Impressive. You should go back, check out our interview with her. She's been on the show twice. She's amazing. Really yep. breaks down the intricacies, and you could tell she's a former defenseman. Yeah, she's always that's talking what I was say. about the body positioning and, and how the passing lanes open up for defensemen. Yep. It's super interesting. We love listening to Cheryl on the broadcast. She will be doing Absolutely. Olympic broadcast as well, which is going to be great. Jake Sanderson officially named to that. We'll get into that more on Monday's Locked On Senders, as if we haven't already mm. enough. That kid seems to be in every one of our shows. Cannot wait. What's the best food at the Ralph? Oh, this guy didn't get the memo. Oh, that's sad. We should be at the Ralph tomorrow Couldn't night. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Although, I will say I had barbecue last time I was there. It was unbelievable. Uh, DeGiggles writing in again, is there enough room for all the defensemen in our system? This is a great final question to get off on. And Alex, it is going to be very sick to watch Jake Sanderson at the Olympics. But I want to ask you this, because as I was watching the game tonight, we've seen JBD. And earlier on in the season, we saw Lassie Thompson for a little while. Those are the two right-side defensive prospects that are in the system. On the left side, there's Jake Sanderson and there's Tyler Clevin. And beyond that, there's a few guys, right? There's Max Gannett. There's Jonathan Aspero. There's a few guys. But they're a little bit lower down the totem pole. How many of these prospects do you think Ottawa will need to step up? And how many of their decor right now – do you see as parts of their future as well? Your Shabbats, your Zoobs?
1: Well, obviously I see Shabbat as a part of the future. That's an easy one to nail down. I, I would love for Zoob to get extended for sure. So there's, there's could be a top pair, but I would like for JBD to be with Shabbat. I think ever since JBD was drafted, that's kind of always been the vision. So that makes a lot of sense. And then, hey, a bot. and then if you're looking at a bottom pair of Clevin and Thompson, I like the sounds of oh, that. I think a you lot can do worse too.
0: than that. You can certainly do worse. And that's than your that. yin
1: and yang, right? So I think really this team has their defense figured out if these guys project how we think they will. So I, I would love to see, yeah, Shabbat JBD, uh, Sanderson Zub, Clevin Thompson. Great. Sign yeah. me up.
0: That third pair, though, I think it'd be great to have a veteran guy to be able to move in and out of the lineup, yeah, at least for next fair. year. Yes. And I'm yeah, not yeah. talking MDZ, although that guy just keeps dominating <laughs> down in Belleville. But oh, yeah. beyond that, like I, I do think you need to go out and, and bring in a defenseman at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess I was thinking uh, further down the road, but for next season, yeah, they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're gonna get their uh, pick your guy off the bingo card, veteran. Uh, no, but I want it to be agent. better than that. And by the way, we all do. We got
0: to end off we with this, do. Pilsy. This is what I was laughing at earlier. I remember I said uh, I was like, "I'll tell you later."
1: All right. Yeah. Let's hear it.
0: Eric Goodbranson, dash three in twelve minutes tonight.
1: Kevin BXO, would you care to comment? <laughs> yeah.
0: Those are the kind of defensemen you win with unless it's a Thursday night in Calgary, Pillsy. Uh, your overall impression, because we're going in to tomorrow's Locked On Senators. So give us a little tease. What's something you want from last night's game, if you're listening tomorrow or tonight's game, that you are are hoping to expand on in tomorrow's show?
1: Well, I was just about to say we've basically done an LOSP episode as we're approaching on uh, twenty-two minutes here, but I mean we're making up for a lot the of post-cast. lost time on the postcast, so that's fine for sure. My overall impression is uh, this team really seems to kind of regrouped. Like, I, uh, as much as it pains me to say, maybe that break is what they needed, and I don't, I don't like to hear that, but. It seems like, like, look at the difference, and we joked it was a long time ago, but look at the difference from that first game, January 1st, and this game. I mean, black and white, completely different teams, different performances. So I just think that it's great that this team is figuring it out, and they looked amazing. Pillsy, we both
0: it. forgot Eric Brandstrom in our Senators players on the back, and I liked his game tonight.
1: Hey, I uh, so did I, but I just don't see it working, and I, I think he's going to be a trade piece. I think he's going to be someone aren't, that they use for value here. Aren't you selling low on him, though? I th- Yeah, you are selling low on him, but I think also, is he going to compete with Sanderson for ice time? I don't know. Play on
0: the right side.
1: Tell that to DJ Smith. I
0: know, and... I can't find myself upset when I see JBD getting a chance on the right side with Shabbat Mm -hmm. over Branstrom. I can't be mad at that.
1: No, because that's what we always envisioned, right? Like we never, we never thought of Branstrom and Shabbat as a pair.
0: Really appreciate Bert chiming in from Belgium. Greetings, buddy. That's awesome. We love that. And Alex, yeah, the franchise played well tonight. And that's an all-time nickname. I need to see like Branstrom and Clevin on the, on the third pair. How about that? And then. Lassie could be your in between. Yeah, there, but there's a yeah. Of, yeah, there's a lot of ways <laughs> you can go. I'm I'm Definitely. just excited to see it play out because yeah. the forwards. Okay, final final question. We could do this all night. Why try to explain this to a fan who's wondering why we're not seeing Roby Jarventi or Igor Sokolov right now? You're seeing like a Sabrin come up. You're seeing Tyler Ennis continue to get time, and I know he's produced at the start of the year, but why are these young wingers not getting a chance right now?
1: Well, I think A you got to look at the coach, right? DJ Smith, whether you agree or not, he he's looked at this Calgary team and said, "Hey, they're bigger, they're physical. I want to try to match that with bigger physical guys." Scott Saverin, I guess is what you're looking at, right? Not Robbie uh, uh, Robbie Jarventi. I mean, Igor Sokolov is a big guy, but not the kind of guy you're looking to go toe-to-toe with uh Lucic and break his finger. So that's where you're getting Sabrin in there. And then Ennis, you, I, I know it's tough for fans to understand, but you do need veterans in the locker room. Like yeah. the grind of being in the pros and understanding how to properly go about yourself and be a professional athlete, you need guys to kind of tip their hat and lend you their, their secrets. So I think that's another... I mean, Tyler Ennis, Grace to lace him up. You see the respect that he gets from the boys, <laughs> right? So, and also I saw that... Uh, Uh, We got someone listening from New Zealand love that as well. This is, uh, the show's gone global.
0: Yes, I love this. And it just shows the connection that the Ottawa Senators can bring from all parts of the world. And if you missed our Central Citizen this week, we had Karam on from Wales. We had a pair of Senators, prospects on the show in Angus Crookshank and Carson Latimer all week long, every day on Locked On Senators, your home oh, for yeah. Ottawa Senators content. Again, please subscribe. Hit that thumbs up. The thumbs up goes a long way, a lot further than you think. It just takes two seconds, and it's free and easy to use. Pilsy, not only that, people can follow us on Twitter, at Sen Central, on Instagram, Senators. Alex Formanton has nine points in his last ten games. Look out. Look out and look out for locked on senators tomorrow. And we'll get into all this and a whole lot more heading into a weekend that has an Ottawa senators game and we're bringing winning vibes right yeah. into it. So for Brandon Pillar, I'm Ross Levitan putting a bow on a four, one victory. The senators have 10 wins on the season.
1: Oh, oh that what? sounds great. I love to see that.
0: The senators have 10 wins on the season. Drake Batherson has 10 goals and we'll chat tomorrow. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. Thank you for joining us on the postcast. Hit us with a Go sends Go on your way out.